face ducks. Boom. Boom yes. is right. Oh, wait. Best not music ever. I got to do something. Hi, guys. Hold on. I got to do something. Uh-oh. There we go. Okay, now we are right in the world. Of the world is right again. I don't know how that. Oh, probably because I was on here first tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was in there. I had started the stream, um, set everything up, but I I was piddling around on my desk, so I hadn't actually come into the studio section. So that mm. was that was why. But I got my coffee in my sweet Indian Invasion shorts cup. And I am ready to end the invasion shorts. I have real oh, coffee you. tonight. You got the spaceship. And look, I'm the poster boy today. Got the you are the poster boy today. All I got is just a plain black t-shirt. I'm sorry. Hey, look, it's Todd R. What's happening, sir? Give Todd R. his his statement there on our runner. That, boom, that, that was coming boom, up next. Boom, 30 minutes in game. Going on a shirt, Todd. It's going on a shirt, I'm telling you. That's right. It is definitely going on a shirt. And you I'm will be able I'm to find it soon. I think I might get a hoodie with the spaceship on the back and then maybe Coastal Con on the arm and fastest 30 minutes in gaming on the somewhere on it. And my oh, arms sweet. aren't that long, so I don't think I can get it on there. Yes, you're wearing shorts, Todd, so that does count because it is Indie Invasion shorts. So absolutely counts. We'll give it a absolutely. little bit more time for people to jump on. We got four people right now. Awesome. Say hello if you're jumping on. Hello. Oh, wait, I already jumped on. We got one. one hello. One hello. One hello from Todd. Um, no, Mac, the other day, we did some recording. We so did. everybody knows that. We did some recording. I am halfway through it already. So we'll have some new audio come Monday. But guess what I forgot to do when we're recording? I forgot to tell you our joke. Tell like, me the joke. I need Two joke. minutes before we pressed go on the record. Right. You said you were going to tell me, and I forgot to. So go so tell the joke. My wife told me a joke, and I kind of giggled at it because uh, I don't know if you guys... Uh, tuning in knew that like the, the internet broke a little bit Monday and the Facebook went out down and uh, yeah. uh, Instagram and stuff. And she came home and told me, she's like, you like this. She's like, uh, she said, Facebook went down uh, because basically what happened is they took down a Chuck Norris post. Chuck <laughs> Norris took Facebook down. <laughs> I, I could only uh, think that. That's good. Do not take <laughs> down Chuck's posts. Do that's right. Do Hello, Alder. Welcome. He says, happy Friday. Look at him talking to us from the future. That's right. The future. The future. Future's and Todd says, bright. can you plug a thing while we wait? Sure. What do you got? What do you got? Throw it up there. Let's see what you got. Hello, Mike. Mike is joining us. And my, my furry oh, and friend once again. All right. Your cat. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I, this Hi. evening was working on, uh, so this afternoon I managed to get a little bit of paint on. I got some new Eden miniatures. Can't really see those. And of course you people on the podcast listening on Podbean won't be able to see at all, but uh, I just got some base colors down on, uh, some Eden Bamaka that I'll use in the drowned earth. And then I got one of my deliveries today of some Ooh, of my yeah. uh, commission painted models so i'm excited about that i was just putting them on their clear bases uh oh oh i see todd oh six <laughs> sixth edition unboxing check it out if you want to waste another 30 minutes you know what mine's uh, coming todd but it got delayed in chicago yeah todd um throw the link up in the in the chat and then in, on Facebook, and it'll it'll be there, and we'll um, 
I'll, I'll finagle something. Yeah, I'll you finagle go something. do wave magic wands here. and stuff. Don't be hating on your cat, man. Oh, I got to give a quick shout out because he might be on here, but I don't know if he knows how to text. Dad, dear old dad is tuning into the podcast. Hi, What's dad. up, man? And he, he gave us the thumbs up, too. Mm, all right, yeah, so he thumbs is up here. That's, that's about the only way I can tell he's here. Yeah. He thumbs up. Tim says the cat's going to be a co-host for Thursday. Yeah, the cat's kind of been horning in on us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's making a whole lot a more appearances. Yep, yep. He's hopefully, he'll, hopefully he'll push us over the top. You, you, you know what I mean? Is all of a sudden everybody <laughs> will start tuning in because... Uh, there you go, Dad, all the way from Australia. Look at there. From tomorrow, even. From tomorrow. <laughs> little hello from tomorrow. Okay. And guys over on Facebook, you can check it out. Todd just threw up the link for his, um, uh, car wars, sixth edition unboxing. So you can check that out. If you want to check out Todd's unboxing, I'm sure Eric's going to be doing one soon as well, but yeah, my, um, my mail, uh, Kickstarter mailing is starting to pile up and it's like, I want to open all this cool stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, opportunity unboxing Ooh, i could do this and that yeah oh. see i can't not open stuff i'll be i'll open it up and then put a piece of tape on it and then just pretend i'm opening it todd <laughs> says cat videos are all the rage now if we can just get your cat to do something besides put his butt in your face when he gets up there we'd be I'm doing good that. yeah really we'd be doing good all right well also, oh yeah, post that up in Discord too, Todd. So that uh, Mike's Mike said, throw that up in the Discord. But if you throw that up in over there as well, people can check it out. I'm gonna yeah. go check it out after um, because while I didn't back that Kickstarter, I know the cars that they had looked really cool. And as I understood it, there was um, some real refinement on playing. I downloaded uh, a bunch of the rules today just to see what uh, there was because i couldn't wait and there's a lot yeah. of like uh sp like special i don't know if you want to call them scenarios but special rules for the different packs and stuff like that lots of refinement too in the game too yeah. isn't there so that it doesn't take you 14 hours to round one corner in the game mm -hmm. okay that's good that's good that's that's the biggest thing that i remember about car wars was building your car and then taking six times as long to play an eighth of a turn kind of you know what I mean? Just taking a whole, a lot of time, but like that ever bothered any of us as gamers, right? True. Look, oh, what, look, look what somebody that. did today. I went a little goofy on the war game vault. So I ah, thought they I'd were go. having a sale. So they had a sale. Uh, and we just found out about this one that has solo rules in it, which I'm pretty excited yep. for. Uh, here, you want to see what else I got? Because Oculus I didn't get a chance here. to share with you. Whoops. Oh, what did, what else did you get? did not want to do what i just did well then you probably shouldn't have done it i'm just i got this one. Oh, you did pick up that one got that one and Cartoon action hour okay and right. then on top of that what i had to get was because that's like a an add-on type right. of thing uh i had to get this one which is the main core rules right right so, yeah, well, we uh, we were talking about those the other day. And the thing about it is, is since they're not in print, I just I haven't pulled the trigger on them. That's why I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go take these and get them printed out um, since they're yeah. only offered in PDF. And yeah. then for the heck of it, I one that's been in my wish list for a while. Why not? 
Well, why sure. Not? Of course, why not? <laughs> so this is another like kind of Thundar type. Of deal. course. Well, since you're sharing stuff, we also, if you guys want to check this out, now we're doing a little bit more investigating on this one. So let me share this real quick. Yeah, it is that right there. So that's uh, an, a very interesting concept. We got contacted by Pandyman Entertainment and basically you're playing first responders. So mm -hmm. it, it was just, it was really unique. So we checked it out and hey, it's indie. So that's why we checked it out. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, Tim's all over it too. He said he got the expansion. Yeah. I yeah, can't I wait to play that. So, oh, and Mike got it. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Oh, awesome. it looks like Todd got in an hour, uh, about an hour's worth of Car Wars too. So that's awesome. So uh, awesome. Lots of cool stuff going on. Excited about that. So, Eric, fastest 30 minutes in gaming. Yeah, We're already nine cool. minutes in. Yeah. We better jump into it, guys. What so, are we talking about? So tonight, what we're going to talk about, I actually got paper notes here tonight. Um, so we're going to talk uh, what keeps you putting a game on the table over and over, basically. Replayability. Why you, yep. Why do you keep going back to these games? So tonight we're talking about replayability in games and looking at some of the other things that go with this. Um, and, you know, whether it could, this this concept could be with many games, it could be, uh, RPGs, it could be board games. Right. So replayability. Um, some examples, Mac, let's jump right into it. Uh, what are some elements in a game that make it replayability? Well, I know one of the things that we, we chatted about when we were talking about the show was, and honestly, it seems like this game comes up often for a lot of different subjects. And I guess there's a reason for it, and that would explain the success of it. But Zombicide. So all mm -hmm. of the decks that they have in there uh, that create all of these different options and create a, a different scenario kind of every time you're doing it, there's different zombies that can come out. You can find different equipment. You set the board up a different way. N not that you can't achieve that in other games, but having the, the deck of cards just kind of contributes to that. A, a randomness. Yeah, it, it, exactly. A, a randomness that that avoids things being repeated. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of like that. Uh, that's something that gets me coming back to a game. Uh, Urban Manhunt cards. You thought, yeah, same, the event cards. Same principle. Yeah, the event cards. Same principle. Or even when you're drawing crims, it, all the same stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's a couple of them. And if you guys have anything that makes you get a game back to the table, let me know because I've, I got a lot of games that need to get to the table. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we just keep throwing new ones up. I mean, Eric just threw what four up yeah, there. And four I, of them. I felt obligated to put at least <laughs> one. Alder says, Who else thought Mac was going to say twisted first? Ding, 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 ding. Twisted. Twisted. I actually, I have three twisted models on my desk right now that are waiting to be put onto their bases. They're irking. And then everything else I have on my desk right now is all stuff that um, is going to be incorporated into Twisted in all of my Twisted Tales that I like to create. So anyway, what about you? What's something that draws you? Well, I think something that's kind of uh, important for a game replayability is you go basic dice. Now, I'm not just talking about a D6 or the system has a D10. I'm talking the full range. Right, so when a game system has 
from D4 up to D20, say. It gives you a wider range for the the characters, the minis, right. or uh, RPG, or uh, even a board game. Some board right. games use more than just your classic D6s. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on, like, if it's a dungeon crawler, that'd be a good example of right. certain monsters roll certain dice. So that kind of stuff adds, uh, we mentioned, you know, that randomness. It adds a broader range of yeah. the randomness that can happen. So I think that's an important factor in a game. You think about, um, well, like we mentioned, Car Wars and stuff. Uh, the, you know, the new the new edition, you're taking handfuls of dice. Right and you're rolling them so that that's a lot of dice that you're rolling um so what you're saying is a game that uses the whole polyhedral dice set if you want to get technical yes has good good replayability (laughs) a game such as oh i don't know twisted a game like that maybe Maybe that's well yeah that's (laughs) one that made me think of you know the full dice system there you go there's your bell (laughs) there's the bell there's Um, the bell and there's there's a few games out there like that um, that do that, and it, yeah. it it's something that keeps things free blades interesting. Right. Free blades, yep. Free blades. I mean, and they have um, they have some weird dice in there too. They have like uh, D sixteen and D thirty. Yeah, so they have some too much. Yeah. So that so they added. I think those add a lot as well. And then uh, for replayability expansions supplements and new minis we've now, mentioned that plenty of times because there's awesome games out there and it's you play them and it's like okay what's, what's next? next what yeah. now um you know we just mentioned rain and hell just came out with an expansion that has additional rules for solo play i think right. co-op play and it's a, a brand new campaign in there so yeah and, and i think there's a little bit of uh kind of like a duality with that replayability in a game so there's replayability as in those expansions so kind of peaking your interest anew over and over again refresher versus straight up replayability of the game on the table sans anything else yeah don't add anything else to it and again we always go back to zombicide with that they're not adding anything to that original modern zombie thing i mean they did the new edition but what I mean is they're not constantly adding updates like um, like GW would do new army. Yeah, new, the core new rules unit. are still the right. same. Everything core is rules. just the same. And yet it still has that replayability kind of built into the game versus continually releasing. And I think that's a struggle indie developers have because they, they most often have a good solid set of rules with a lot of elements that people look for in replayability. They have randomness. Mm-hmm. They'll have, variety like alder is talking about here um for for replaying they'll have um everything except the releases the regular releases and it's because it's a lot so much harder to do with the smaller company so we got a lot of questions you want to jump yeah, in let's, let's go ahead quick. and hit some of these uh, so, uh let's see we I'll got started with this one talisman yeah you know what I still have my copy of Talisman too, Todd, and I can put it on the table. My kids like it, but I will tell you this. Sometimes Talisman can turn into Monopoly for how long it goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does that. That's the only downside for it, but it it is really replayable. I agree. 
I definitely then, agree with that. Tim's got this up when we talk about like expansion stuff, uh, a game set that has miniatures. That's kind of like they have to put more out to keep you coming back to collect them, yeah. you know, say, and like he says, having a variety of different unit types, yeah, you know, that you can pick from, make the game each session feel different because you can try different combos and put them together. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's a scenario based game where you need to kind of, okay, you can put a bunch of guys together, but they may not really do much to achieve yeah. that scenario. So you're kind of uh, mid maxing that, you know, the, the game in that sense. And I think that uh, the skirmish games that are over the past few years have been coming out more and more often. It gets a little bit harder because so many of them are trying to be compact mm-hmm. and inexpensive to get into. So by default, you're kind of limiting the number of options that you have to choose from just because it, I mean, unless you're doing mentors agnostic and then you just go, yeah. Hey, let's make up 500 different things. Cause that works too. So, Oh, Mike. So Mike's got a good one here. Yeah. Yes. I think he's trying to get me a little bit here, but he is right. <laughs> Immersion is a good one. So he's, as an example, he's using Marvel crisis protocol. When he plays it, he feels like he's playing in the comic book. That is yeah. a big one. When you get sucked into the world that you feel like you're in it, any game where you get that focused into it, that that's a really cool um, thing for a game because that's yeah. going to make you want to keep coming back. I mean, if you don't feel like you're really, you know, you're just pushing plastic, you know, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim and Josh. Hey, Josh. Josh joined us. Uh, and if you don't know who Josh is, go over to Zombie Smith Miniatures and you can check out Quar and uh, uh, all kinds of other really cool games that I have probably, well, if he's still watching, he knows I don't have too much stuff, but I probably have too much stuff. But uh, he's got some really cool games, indie stuff. Go over and check that out. But he and Tim commented on campaign. And I think I think it's important to to kind of break that down because there's two different kinds of campaigns, I think. So I'm going to mention Twisted again because, you know, that's my jam is Twisted. And as much as as I love Twisted, and it does have a campaign where you play through a series of stories, I'm with Tim on this one for what I want my campaign to do. I want my campaign to allow my character to progress. Yeah. I want them to get better uh, or, or get injured even where you're having to compensate for something. It's why I'm enjoying five parsecs from home is because there's that feeling. And again, and we've mentioned this before I got hooked on that idea of progressing that all the guys in the war band or gang or whatever it is in the original iteration of Necromunda, because I loved the fact that everything progressed versus and please don't everyone unsubscribe because I'm probably going to say heresy. It's what I don't like about Frostgrave is that you, not everyone in your crew progresses. It's just the two. And mm. I like the game and I like the mechanics and all of that. I really do. But I don't like that only two guys progress. So that's just my. So I think there's two different kind of campaigns that you have to that you have to look at. So. Okay. I got one more before we move out of the elements because we skipped over one. Uh And and speaking of Zombicide and other board game kind of games like this is modular boards, whether the boards are for war games or, you know, 
RPGs, uh, most of these would work for RPGs. You could take these board games like Zombicide and use sure. it in the RPG. But I think something that, like a tile system, that allows you to either flip it over or twist and right. turn it to change it. Or, I mean, in a minis uh, game, skirmish game, how many neoprene maps do we have for our minis games? Because are, we want to fight we have grasslands or we the badlands. Do so, we have to say? Is that a? Are you demanding that we say? Because I don't want to say. You know, I say you can't count that high. You don't have enough fingers I, and toes. I, I counted them, and let me tell you, there is a real problem when you have a buddy who prints them. You can yeah. you can really develop a real problem. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah I, that Todd just said buy all the mats. Um, I did. It, it's good. I did. Yeah, he did. There, we can't buy anymore. He bought them can't all. Buy anymore. It's like Keith Richards and doing drugs. If you guys remember that in the 80s on MTV, he did that don't do drugs commercial. Dennis Leary had that joke. He said, we can't do drugs, any more drugs. Keith, you did them all. We got to wait for you to die and smoke your ashes. So, Dennis Leary, I wasn't stealing your joke. It was just too funny. Um, Josh, to answer your question, five parsecs is awesome. He wanted to know if it is. It is super awesome. I think Josh uh, needs to go watch some certain videos that somebody recording right yeah yeah we have a I, we've got a couple up i've got it, my it, crew video maybe, and um but yes it was it was super it's super awesome i'm really really enjoying it and todd, todd just threw up another we need another t-shirt one i need to get stronger gear so i can beat bigger monsters so i can get stronger gear oh man that's a good one todd that is that is it right there all right anyway back to replayability so what kind of games, can you think of any games that pop in your head uh, that have good replayability? We already mentioned Zombicide. Uh, any other things that pop in your head? I mean, really, I think any role-playing game would count sure. as replayability. Uh, so we don't need to really name a specific on that right. one in the role-playing world, but uh, like skirmish games. And I mean, a lot of the board games, that's kind of what make or breaks a board game is if it yes. has good replayability, like a lot of bits and like you mentioned cards and dice and stuff. Yeah. Um, so for me, the, the skirmish, the skirmish games that are going to have the most replayability for me. And I think this is going to be, this is mostly going to be different for everybody because we were, we were talking with spaz the other night, just separately hanging out with them. And the topic came up that, people are looking for different things in games. So what's going to make it replayable for you isn't necessarily going to make it replayable for me. So that story arc and that narrative is what's going to hook me. So I'll give you a few examples for you guys that are looking narrative and story-wise of things that I think would hook you. One is Five Parsecs from Home. Um, it doesn't have an extensive universe background uh but it's got charts galore right right so you're you're building the universe but then flip that on its head and go the opposite direction where you have this super extensive universe built and i'm going to throw josh out there uh his game quar the the and you can go to the website and read all of this stuff there's just pages and pages and pages of what's going on in the world Twilight, um, Chronicles of Annual by Mike Thorpe. Same way. It's got this huge, extensive universe. So for replayability, if you're looking for the narrative aspect of it, 
that's the thing that's always going to get me back to a game is it's like, what kind of story am I going to be able to tell? Is it so good that I'm going to sit down at my computer and I'm going to type out four paragraphs of story over the game that I just played? Mm -hmm. It was so intriguing within the context of that narrative. So that's what is for me. Here, Josh threw up a good question. What makes something like chess so replayable? Um, I think that it is that, I think it boils down to kind of what Tim said. It's obviously it's not troop choices because you're limited to the same troop choices, but it's the decisions you can make with those troops. The combos, right? There's right, the basically, so many combos. Maybe I guess you could I guess you could say min maxing for what yeah list building guys. I mean do. that's why they write books about the game. You know? Right. It, it is is that that it's that strategic challenge that doesn't exist. I don't think in a lot of our skirmish games, simply because the dice element changes that because all of a sudden it becomes super random. You know what I mean? It, it, once you introduce that random element, you could have the best strategy in the world and the dice turn on you and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Whereas in chess, if that happened to you, it's because you made a mistake or the other person is just a superior player or had a better strategy. So, um, and it's funny that you said that you brought up chess, Josh, because it's the same, it's that same thought process and challenge that always brings me back to playing Onitama with my kids. Very it's similar that, to chess. In exactly. A way. It's that exact same thing. As a matter of fact, I just posted pictures on Instagram and discord of me and my son playing um, last night. And it's that same thing that brings me back to that one as it being replayable. So what about you? What's your boom replayability? So, uh, when I think about games out there and replayability, uh, I just about any game to me that has like a passionate community behind it, a community that mm -hmm. when you join it, you feel like you're with your buddies right away. Uh, there's so many, like Monster Apocalypse would be my example of a game. Uh, I got into that partly because, you know, with my son, something to do with him right. and uh, to do as a father-son type of thing. But then we met the community that was involved in this game. And it's like we met so many people that I am still friends with today, Spaz. I met him you know, right. probably 12 years ago, I think almost now. And, you know, I've met a bunch of other people that I didn't even know were from my area. I had to drive all the way to Oklahoma to meet them. <laughs> but they're like an hour away from where I am up here. Right. Um, so I think a, a, a fun community behind a game that kind of shares that same mentality that I do in a lot of games. I don't care if I win. I'm playing these games for fun. Right. Um, and I mean, you experienced that with Wild West Exodus, another example of yeah. a game that I think has a lot of replayability based on, you know, it's got the units, it's got the dice, it's got cards. Right. But then same thing for me, it has that community. Um, right. I met a lot of you guys at Adepticon and you're still talking to me. So it must have been, <laughs> we must have hit it off. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, uh, everybody knows I'm not a big second edition Wild West Exodus fan, but it also has that story element it yeah, has right. that narrative drive to the story so you can almost pick and choose the element of it that you want to go with you can be competitive you yeah, can be yeah. a min maxer you can you can do all of that stuff or you can just play it for the story 
You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I think that I think it brings a lot to the table. Yes. I got booed by Todd. <laughs> yeah, so so first, some games first will better. will have multiple better. elements that give you that replayability. But like we were kind of touched on earlier, is it's it's going to be subjective to the yeah, person oh, themselves. Um, like kind of what they're really what draws them to a yeah. game. Like you, narrative me. I love community. Yeah. Um, you know. So that's that's something to think about when you're looking at games if it has replayability. Yeah. Off the bat, it may not have a lot of those elements, but it may have maybe one thing that's enough for you. Right. Tim threw out there 100% on the community, even if it's mostly online. Yeah, which, I mean, that's a lot of what it is, especially for the small skirmish ones. And uh, Bye, Josh. We'll see you later. Bye, Josh. Uh, thanks for dropping in, man. Um, and that's one of the big things got him in love with Gangs of the Undercity, which I can't... I, I'm waiting for my book because I went ahead and ordered my print copy from drive through RPG, but I haven't gotten it yet. So, and actually I forgot that I had ordered it until Tim mentioned it again. Oh, so, so okay. thanks for making me excited again, Tim. I appreciate that. And there's, there's Todd's. So what's he booing you about again? He's booing me about liking first edition wild west exit oh. is better than second because yeah, I'm, Todd I'm sorry. Is an everyday you battle know, with me, man. No, the thing about it is, is Todd is, I can't help it if I'm right. First is better. <laughs> Alder, what about third edition? Third edition, what? What are we talking? Oh, I already got into this with him, Alder. So oh, third edition, have, what? We'll have to wait and see. We're talking. He's talking about Wild West Exodus. We may yeah. have to just start completely over. Be on what? even ground then. What? What are you talking about? See, well, this is not information I know. What's going on? What's going on? I see. I jump off of Facebook for a year, and look what happens to you guys. Start talking about third edition Wild West Exodus. Listen, I still have so many Wild West Exodus models unpainted. I I love War Cradle as a company for what they've what they've done. I just don't like the new rules. You know, that's all. We'll see what the new new rules are. How, what does that even mean? Why third edition? No, just I need my cards. Mike says I prefer a community I can meet with. Yes, I, you know what, Mike? Me too. I. So my two cents on COVID, it sucked for everybody, but the silver lining, cause you got, you got to find the silver lining in everything. You know what I mean? It, stuff's going to suck. It's just, that's life. Stuff's going to suck sometimes. But the silver lining is, is it really pushed the online community yeah. and the, the, the gaming community in general, because we couldn't all get together uh, tabletop simulator just, it blew took up. off man oh my yeah. gosh yeah it blew up a lot of that's still going on a lot of the smaller developers were really doing a lot of a lot more youtube stuff and reaching out to the communities and just being way more proactive so there were definitely it, it was i think it was very positive but i'm with you a hundred percent mike i am not a fan so i'm in addition to twisted i'm also a drowned earth junkie big time and they have regular tabletop simulator games going on mm -hmm. regular ones going on all the time i got zero interest yeah yeah there's there's definitely a disconnect with the online yeah. thing um but with this last year it is something that kept us in contact yeah. with the community so can't say that it wasn't all bad um, right and for some people that's maybe the only way they can do it because they don't i don't know have a game store or absolutely a game group 
uh, some people are are going to be immunocompromised. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. gonna they're gonna be in a position where they're like, hey, I'm just not going out. So that gives them the opportunity to do that. Uh, Todd makes a good point too. Solo or AI in games really became a thing. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, almost every game now it seems like that's a must-have yeah. for the game. And you know, we talk about replayability. That's a a big replayability anymore oh, yeah. in games uh, to be able to be home on a Saturday afternoon and nobody's available and you yeah. can throw it on the table Instead and of watching TV you can just, yeah, throw that on the table. And, and interestingly, there were already games like that. So for instance, five parsecs from home and five leagues uh, for, I think it's from home. I can't remember. Uh, both of those were already solo before all that happened. Well now, I mean, look at five parsecs. You go type that in on YouTube right now. And you got a long list to scroll through because yeah. of that. So, and I'm going to hit this last comment because I think this was an important one that Mike tried tabletop simulator, but missed his friends. I totally get that. Cause it's and a good and way for, to sum it up. Yeah. And, and for us here uh, where I'm at, not having a game store, I missed conventions because that's where I would go to connect with all the folks that I know. Um, so that's what it is. Okay, I lied. I'm going to take one more comment. Tim, you can come here and play. I don't want to play big games. Here we go. Want to find a community to play with? Uh, here I am, right here. I don't okay, know where you I just got an idea. I don't know where you live, but it's still warm here. So you're sending me these links of these big old mansions all the time as <laughs> podcast we podcast mansion. Yeah, we dubbed them the podcast <laughs> mansion. Man, we get a big old one like that. Everybody can just live just in that, that mansion. Just everybody come on. Meet in the middle and let's just all that's the right. games. That's right. <laughs> Hey, Coastal Con is coming. I'm not everybody, saying it sounds every, a little bit like a compound, but everybody, everybody we, look, there will be no grape Kool Aid. Okay, <laughs> there will be never be grape Kool Aid. Grape knee high, maybe you have to make your own call on that one. But anyway, anyway, that's replayability, or as we as we said, the fastest thirty minutes in gaming, and this episode that I named "Play It Again, Sam." So if yep. you guys can think of any other games that have really high replayability that are just on your top list of you're always going to put it on the table. Let us know what it is and let us know why it is uh, because we would certainly try it. If nothing else, we'll try a game at least once. We may not like it. Oh, yeah. We may love it, but we will certainly try it. In the meantime, do I have take? I'm taking this out tonight, aren't I? Your turn. I, sir, I don't need. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. I'll do the banners. <laughs> you do the banners. Okay. So anyway, guys, thank you for joining us for the fastest 30 minutes in gaming, Indie Invasion Shorts. And thank you also for joining us on our new night. So just remember, we'll be doing it every Thursday instead of every Wednesday night. So we have officially moved to Thursdays. And we were Yay. successful because this is what qualifies it as a success. Eric and I both remembered that we were supposed to do it tonight, Thursday. So that's a win right there. But you can check this out tomorrow. You can find it on Podbean, where you can also find all the rest of our content. We've got over 200 episodes up on Podbean. So you can download that app and listen on the go in the car, wherever you're going on your way to work. Got some short ones, got some long ones. Check them out. We are on every single podcast platform you can think of if you don't like podcasts check us out on facebook youtube twitter instagram and discord discord channel is really hopping pretty well if you want to see some super cool stuff i'm going to brag on alder real quick he has posted some just oh absolutely gosh. amazing i Last love pictures. his 
those last days pictures. He has got some amazing tables for zombie games. So uh, he'll he'll definitely be a member of the compound because uh, he'll have to bring his last days stuff. So yeah, there you go. So lots of cool pictures over there and stuff going on. Get over there, check out the Discord and join. We would love to have you over there. And also, it is the 7th of October. And by the 31st of October, I will have the information for the venue for Coastal Con 2022. So you want to check anything out about Coastal Con, head over to CoastalTechs.com. You can find links to everything that we have talked about, Discord, Podbean, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. It is all over there in one location, as well as some links to some friends of the show, in particular Discover Games and Unipolar Games, who supply t-shirts and tons and tons and tons and tons of minis. Discover Games is one of those unique game stores that carries lots of this independent stuff that we talk about. So it's a good place to find it. Also, you can check us out on Patreon. Uh, everything over there is free. You do not have to be a patron to check out what we put over there. But if you want to support us, we will not say no so that we can get the Compound Podcast Mansion. That's right. So that we can I want all that get one together. with that big driveway so we can have races you around like that? the so we, we, we could play yeah. Mario Kart real size? Yeah, real size. Life-size life size Mario Kart? Sweet. I'm down for that. <laughs> Definitely down for that. And also, last but not least, please go over and check out our Redbubble. We got some real cool stuff over there. We have coffee cups, T-shirts, hats, mouse pads, all kinds of neat stuff. Hoodies. I think there's mini skirts on there now. Are there mini skirts? I mean, yeah, I'm not getting one of those. Mini skirts. Um, Get them for Tyler, the, the wipes. The ladies. That's right. Tyler just got a uh, pair of socks in the mail the other day. So lots of cool stuff over there. And, and Spaz. He said he wanted a mini skirt for some reason. <laughs> Did Spaz get a mini skirt? Oh, he wants one. I don't know why. Spaz, knock yourself out, buddy. Well, he does have a granddaughter. He could get it for true. his granddaughter. That's so, true. Not a mini skirt. Not for his granddaughter. Longer skirt for his granddaughter. Anyway, you can check it out over on Redbubble. Lots of cool stuff over there. Once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Biggest thing that you can do for us, just like every time, like, share, subscribe. If you're not following us on Twitch, go over there and follow us on Twitch. Follow us on YouTube. Make sure you hit that little notification bell so you can see when we post something new up there because we're usually posting stuff pretty regularly. But until then, guys, Mr. Hard Copy, I do. That's the whole reason I don't have all those books. Remember, guys, to prepare yourself for the invasion. <laughs>